The following is a Kingfisher Media production. Hey guys, you're listening to the In the Blood podcast. I am your host, AC Bergen Fisher, and thank you so much for listening, whether you are a new or returning listener. I'd like to invite you to find a quiet place where you consider what's being shared with an open mind and a receptive heart. Before we begin, though, the following disclaimer. I am not a therapist, and nothing presented here should be considered as therapy. If you feel that therapy would be beneficial, please seek out a licensed therapist who you trust. Hey guys, I wanted to start off today with a couple of announcements. First of all, happy 2024. I feel like it's been ages since I last had a chance to share with you, and I am thrilled to be starting a new year with all of you. Second, I want to remind all of you to keep an eye on my website. Even though I took a few weeks off from this podcast for the holidays, I did make a couple of guest appearances on other shows, which I think went extremely well. And links to those, as always, can be found at acfisher.com. That is A-C-F-I-S-C-H-E-R.com. Last, I wanted to remind you that I am offering coaching sessions via Zoom or telephone. Now, while this is a paid service, one of my clients has generously offered to cover the cost of a few sessions for anyone who is in need of coaching, but who might not have access to the funds right now. So if you are interested in booking some time, don't let the money thing hold you up. Send me an email at inthebloodpod at gmail.com. For now, though, let's get into it. Today, I want to talk about the value of forgiveness. Before I share my thoughts, though, I wanted to share a few quotes from other people on the subject. Gandhi said, the weak can never forgive. Forgiveness is an attribute of the strong. Corey Ten Boom said, Forgiveness is an act of the will, and the will can function regardless of the temperature of the heart. Martin Luther King Jr. said, Forgiveness is not an occasional act. It is a constant attitude. I like that one. Confucius said, To be wronged is nothing unless you continue to remember it. And lastly, I said, forgiveness isn't an absolution of crimes against me. It's a decision to set myself free from my feelings about them. So, you know, what are some of these benefits of forgiveness? I think when I forgive someone else in the process, I can't help but forgive myself. Holding a grudge after someone has hurt me isn't just refusing to move on after what they did to me. It's also about holding on to the idea that I have somehow allowed something damaging to happen to me and how 
that is a sign of weakness, stupidity, or any other number of negative things. Maybe I did ask for it. Maybe I should have done a better job of communicating or enforcing my boundaries. Maybe I am stupid because I absolutely should have seen it coming. Maybe a lot of things, right? The maybes I need to get comfortable with, though, is that while all of these things might have been true, maybe I didn't deserve to get hurt. And maybe the other person could have been less of a dick. Okay. So it's not on me. I guess that means it's a hundred percent on them, right? Wrong. Experience has taught me that I always have a reason when I am being insensitive to another person. Sorry, I was a jerk to you. It's just that I'm under a lot of pressure right now. I'm tired. I'm cranky because I'm hungry. I've got mental health stuff. Me being a jerk is always justified. The funny thing is when other people are jerks, it's very easy to deny any justification for it, at least in the heat of the moment. What I have trained myself to do is to hold others to the same standards I hope that they will hold me to. If I want understanding, flexibility, or empathy, I have to be willing to offer these things as well. As an added bonus, when I offer these things, grudges and unforgiveness become kind of difficult. Now, I'm not suggesting that the excuses I make for being ugly are valid. I'm saying that either we all deserve understanding and compassion, or none of us do. Because I prefer to live in a world where understanding and compassion flow, it's in my best interests to show them wherever possible, both to others and to myself. Forgiving gets me out of victim mode. Forgiveness sets me free from whatever is tying me negatively to the other person. One of the things that I found incredibly frustrating about my ex is how she would constantly complain about how hard done by she was by her estranged mother and sister. Every one of her stories painted her as the victim and her family members as the aggressors. What she never seemed to figure out is that she was guilty of every single one of the same behaviors, attitudes, and ugly handlings of situations as they were. If she had figured it out, I think she might have had an easier time forgiving them and in turn setting herself free from the victim mindset, instead focusing on healing and or personal growth. 
over the years, I have repeatedly tabled the idea that taking responsibility is a more valuable exercise than assigning blame. I'm not saying that I should shoulder the blame for the wrongdoings of others or that I should absolve people of their obvious guilt. I'm saying that I have no control over the conduct of others. If I have control over anyone in a situation, it's myself. Sometimes taking responsibility is as simple as recognizing that I should have walked away. Sometimes it's the realization that I should have done a better job of communicating my boundaries. Sometimes I have to own up to the fact that two wrongs don't make a right. Yes, the other person was an a-hole, but I didn't have to yell at them. The sooner I focus on my own power in a situation, the sooner I can stop pointing fingers or feeling like a victim. Forgiving helps me to move forward. Anger, anxiety, depression, and unnecessary stress just don't feel good physically. The Dalai Lama said that holding a grudge is like drinking poison while expecting the other person to die. I would like to think that I'm smart enough to avoid doing that in a literal sense. So why is it so tempting to do it figuratively? More often than not, I twist myself up with dark, ugly feelings toward another person. I get especially twisted up when I see them happily going about their business as though my hurt feelings haven't affected them at all. At this point, I have a choice to make. Do I make my displeasure more obvious so that they can feel super duper bad? Or do I put on my big boy pants and figure out how to let it go? Letting go doesn't have to be as, I hate to say, simple as just moving on, though it could be. It could also involve an actual conversation with the other person to see if we can come to some sort of solution that leaves us both with our feelings and our dignity intact. Either way, me meditating on the fact that I'm upset locks me in place. If I want to move forward, I have to cut myself loose from my feelings about that. Forgiveness sets me free. That probably sounds redundant. After all, didn't I just talk about moving forward? Well, obviously I did, so why am I bringing this up again? I think it's because moving forward is such an annoyingly vague term. Like, what am I moving forward to? The mental, emotional, and physical resources I've so deeply invested in a certain person or situation can now be invested into someone or something that is positive. Something that promotes personal growth 
and emotional, psychological, and physical health. This unnamed something might even directly involve the person I've recently forgiven. For the majority of last year, my brother Jason and I weren't on speaking terms. Obviously, that didn't happen for nothing, and I, at least, had some extremely strong feelings about the reasons. It wasn't until we eventually began to talk again that I realized I had actually been holding a grudge of sorts. At the very least, I was withholding my forgiveness. Since we've reconnected, we've slowly built ourselves a space where we can collaborate again. A space where we can invest in ourselves as well as each other in ways which are beneficial to both of us. Obviously, he's still him and I'm still me. We're both the same people who hurt each other. The things that were done and said can't be undone or unsaid. What I want to leave you with today is that it doesn't matter that there is water under the bridge. It matters that the bridge is in place and that it is strong enough to support me. It's strong enough to support us. Being hurt, that's just an unavoidable part of the human experience. So keeping that in mind, don't you think it makes sense to develop skills and strategies to move past that? I, for one, am willing to argue that it does. If you've got thoughts on this or anything else I've shared, send me an email. I would love to hear from you. Until next week, my friends, much love.